Medical disclaimer. The advice that I'm sharing is based on my years of experience as a licensed massage therapist. The advice and information given are intended for educational and informational purposes only. While the advice and information provided may be useful to those with and without specific health conditions, the information provided is not intended to be a substitute for medical treatment. Please consult your medical care provider before acting on any information presented here. Thank you. Who are going holistic? Bashiana. So I went back and forth in my head about whether or not to even share this story because, you know, it's episode three. My show is still new. I'm still building an audience. And I'm, you know, for the most part, kind of a private person on what I'm going to share with stranger danger, right? Um, And there's people that are listening that know me. And there's way more people listening that don't know me. So for me to share this story, it's a a little difficult, kind of right? Because I don't really know what I'm going to get out of it. Um, I will say, though, that when I was thinking about sharing this story, I was like, okay, well, who do I need to like give a heads up that I'm going to share this story, right? And then I was like, uh, how often do I need to give that heads up, right? It's my show. This is the platform I've, I've created, you know? Like, how often do I need to put out a disclaimer that I'm going to share things that you don't want to hear, right? So with that said, I'm just doing that one time. This is, today's the day. Today's the day that I share out loud so that you understand there's gonna be things that I talk about on this show that you, some of you might not wanna hear about, right? And there's gonna be things that I talk about this show on the show that you might not agree with, some of you. Not every episode, not every person listening, but out of every show, as long as one person is listening, that gets something out of it, then I've done my job here, right? And it's my show. So with that being said, fuck it. I'm going to share my mushroom story. I hope you enjoy. So a little backstory for you here. I am fully aware that I am different. And one of the things that made me realize I was different is years ago, I don't even remember where I came across it. I guess, you know, just the things that I read if you saw my like browser history, it, it's full of all kinds. Anyway, ayahuasca is something that I came across over the years that I was like, you know what? I want to try that out. And ayahuasca is a concoction put together usually by a shaman. And they offer these retreats in different places around the world because ayahuasca is illegal in the U.S. Um, but you can go to places like Peru and a shaman will administer this plant medicine to you and you lie down there or you you know usually like roll around and hurl and stuff for a moment and then from what I've understood you lie there and have like this life-changing experience and ayahuasca has been treated it's been used to treat uh, veterans and people with PTSD it's used for traumas it's used for anxiety depression like you know the list goes on and I was like, you know, I, I want that experience in my life at some point. It hasn't happened yet, but it's on my to-do list. So then when the opportunity came along to try out magic mushrooms, I was like, you know what? Yeah, you can sign me up for that. I'm, I'll do it. Let's go. It's been on the to-do list. Not going to Peru anytime soon. Let's do it. Anybody wanting to have this kind of experience with mushrooms, 
these, you know, these are just my suggestions that, you know, like the experience I had, everybody's experience is going to be different. And I can't say that it's going to be as wonderful as mine. But also I had people with me that knew what they were doing. So I've had the conversation before when I asked people, you know, like, would you ever try out shrooms? And it's, it's funny the different responses I get depending on who I ask if they would try out shrooms because all of the white friends are like, yes, where can I sign up? When are we doing this? Where are they? I want to do it ASAP. But most of my black friends are like, uh-uh, uh-uh. I want no parts. I don't want to see any mushrooms unless they are in my pasta or my burger. Um, I don't want any magic from them keep that. And I laugh because I, you know, what, one of the things that they say they're nervous about is seeing things. Like, what do you think you'll see? You know, like, have you, have you read to see other people's experiences or are you just going by what you're scared of in general? You know, what, what are you afraid of when it comes to magic mushrooms? Exactly. Now I do know shrooms aren't for everybody, but we could say the same about a lot of things, you know? Like Hennessy for sure isn't for me. And from the looks of things, Hennessy isn't for a lot of other people. All the things that I see about Hennessy talk about fighting. And I, I'm clearly a lover, not a fighter. But there's other people that don't need to be drinking Hennessy either because they want to fight, right? I didn't have any of those experiences with magic mushrooms. And I feel like if more of the world is doing shrooms, you know, the happier we could be out here. The other thing is, you know, Nobody's traveling for a while, right? So why not travel inside with some magic mushrooms, right? Like your options are endless with that kind of trip. But if you're listening and asking me where exactly you do go when you do shrimp, I don't have that answer. Couldn't tell you where you're going to end up. Um, but strongly advise that if you do go on one of these trips to go on this trip with trusted individuals, or individual, don't go alone, have a buddy. You know, you need the buddy system. And again, somebody that you trust, somebody that's not gonna be jumping in your face or like showing you scary things, you know, somebody that is in it with you for real, for real, not, not someone who is gonna ruin the whole experience for you and everybody else, you know? So to protect their identities, let's just say that I went on my trip with um, Mario and Luigi, okay? That's what, that's what we'll call them, Mario and Luigi. So we went on this trip and for starters, again, I was with, a lot of times I refer to these people as like my hippy dippy things, or not my people, but like there's certain things that I do with some of my friends and then there's certain things that I'll do with like some of my soul tribe and I call it my hippy dippy shit. So this is for sure categorized under the hippy dippy shit. So... <laughs> Me, Mario, and Luigi plan to go on this trip together. And before we went on this trip, you know, the rule was to set an intention, like what we wanted out of the trip. So for me, I was like, I want more creativity out of this trip. And Mario said, I would like to open yours and Luigi's hearts. And I was like, okay, all right, whatever, I guess. And Luigi was just gonna have his heart opened, I believe. I think that was his commitment. Anyway, so we go on this trip and for starters, it happened about 20 minutes in and we were outside and I was like, hmm, 
that feels different. Uh, and Mario was like, what, what's different? And I was like, I don't know. Something happened in my mind. Like something's going on in there. Couldn't put my finger on it, but something just like clicked on, I guess. And then my hands got sweaty, like real uncomfortable, like, you know, the kind of sweat that people get surgery for or, you know, Botox and stuff. My hands got uncomfortably sweaty and then my feet were really sweaty. Nothing else, just my hands and my feet. So Mario was like, oh yeah, your heart's opening up. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, glad, glad we're already signed up with that one going in. And, um, you know, like it was still daytime. So there was uh, things to look at outside, but then for whatever reason, I had in my head that we were going to have like a quicksand experience or something. So I was like, can we go inside for a little bit until I feel more comfortable? So we all go inside and we've got, you know, something on YouTube to watch like psychedelic spirally looking things on the screen and stuff. And I will say from what I gathered in that, all the world is dicks and tits. Like, you know, when you start looking at all these shapes, that's what I, that's one thing I got out of my shroom experience is everything has like a penis in it or like some sort of boob shape. All the world is dicks and tits. So we have this music and these visuals on YouTube, you know, displayed on the TV screen and Luigi is in his own place and me and Mario are just talking about, I don't even know what, like we just, we just, it was nonstop conversation about everything under the sun. There was uncontrollable laughter more than once just uncontrollable like i've never laughed so hard in my life the back of my head hurt so bad because i was smiling so hard like i guess there were muscles getting used that have never been used because i was just smiling that much and all the things that i would hear about mushrooms before this they didn't talk about like extreme laughter they just discussed all the scary things but i didn't have any of that so um, at some point I did want to watch Never Ending Story really bad and the remote wasn't working and I thought that it would be cool to ask Alexa to play it and I don't know, why does Amazon always want to play the music first? Why doesn't it want to play the movies, right? So there was like this kids bop version or something of apparently there's a Never Ending Story song, you know, like I guess the soundtrack for it and never ending story song kids boppy version plays loud as hell on the tv and me mario and luigi were all like rolling around on the floor screaming like please make it stop please turn it off and the remote batteries were dead couldn't turn it off you know really we probably just should have turned on the turned off the tv but nobody knew that answer at the time and uh I don't even remember how it turned off, but it eventually, it eventually went off. And that snapped us back into somewhat of a reality for a little bit. And we had snacks. So do advise you to have some snacks in there. Um, and then at some point shortly after Luigi went in the kitchen and he was looking for his water and he was in there for quite some time. And I was like, Hey, you all right in there? Yeah. Okay. Um, is there anything I can help you with in there? Nope. Okay. My, and me and Mario were just looking at each other in the living room. And Luigi is still gone for quite some time, it seems. So also with mushrooms, like 
your time is distorted, which, you know, currently time is distorted for a lot of people because of our schedules with, you know, pandemic life. But this time, I don't know how long he was in the kitchen. It seemed like hours. It was probably like two minutes. And so I called out again and said, uh, you're right in there, Luigi. Like, is there something I can help you find? And Luigi was like, I'm in here looking for my water, but I can't find it because the glass is clear. And I thought about it for a moment. And I was like, that's fair. You know, I could see how that's difficult. And I didn't get up to help him because <laughs> how was I going to help him find a clear glass of water myself? Like, I I mean, I got superpowers and all, but they're they're limited when it comes to vision. I, a clear glass of water, you know, I don't know how you're gonna see that in those circumstances. So, noted for next time uh, to have a cup with some color to it, um, or bottled water, probably. Maybe that's even safer. But no more clear glasses of water. Now, at some point it gets dark outside. Again, I don't know how long the laughter was taking place and the YouTube visuals, because again, what is time? And this whole experience was about eight hours, just to give you an idea. So at some point in those eight hours, we go outside to look at the stars. And we've got these beautiful chairs to like lean all the way back in and just stare up at the sky. And I have never, seen anything more beautiful like the stars were dancing the sky was breathing there was like beautiful geometric shapes around and like all surrounding me there was like this spider web but not like a scary spider web it was just this spider web just showing like kind of like a blueprint would be for a building it was just the spider web all around me showing that everything was connected is, I mean, that's just the best way to describe it. It was just like this faint spider web all around me. And it was on the ground, it was in the trees, it was in the sky, and it was beautiful. It's like I was sat in a planetarium with, I don't know, like HD vision of everything. And I was just more connected to everything. So then after the stargazing event, the three of us were just, again, all relaxing out there and started sharing some, like, you know, some sad stories with each other, some shit that's happened over the years. And we all cried, but we were all, like, crying in our own spaces collectively. Is, is that a thing? We were all together, but, like, we were all, like, on the same wavelength of feeling all the fields together too. So all together in this whole eight hour experience, I would say my psilocybin magic mushroom experience was definitely rated a 10 out of 10, would recommend. And again, I can't say that everybody's gonna have the same experience. However, I do believe setting an intention, as for anything, I, is what I'm learning now, but setting an intention for sure set the tone for the whole experience also being in a safe space you know i was with two friends and we were in a safe space there wasn't any sort of craziness happening outside of us we didn't expect any sort of craziness to happen outside of us i put my phone away 
to make sure I didn't invite any sort of craziness, you know, for our experience. So yeah, would also recommend putting your phone away just in case. Um, so yeah, like all to get, like if somebody were to ask me if you want this bottle of wine or would you like these magic mushrooms? I'm for sure taking the shrooms, right? Like granted the following day, I looked like I had done drugs all night. Like I looked like I went on a bender, um, which I've never experienced. But if I looked like somebody that had done drugs, it was the day after shrooms. And other than that, I didn't have anything planned, so it was fine. I was able to rest and recover. But other than that, 10 out of 10, definitely. So I don't know, my hope in sharing this story with you, I guess, is I think there's just been a lot of misinformation out there and the things that we learned growing up, especially with like D.A.R.E. program, which by the way, I couldn't remember what D.A.R.E. meant during that night. And I remember asking uh, out loud, like, what, what was D.A.R.E.? What did D.A.R.E. stand for again? And Luigi remembered and was like, oh, it was drug abuse resistance education. And I was like, oh, I was way off. I was thinking drugs are really everything, which, you know, not, not all drugs. I, I'm fully aware there, there's just certain things I, I will never touch in my life, but magic mushrooms are not one of them. And I'm hoping that sharing this story is, you know, just gonna help people realize that maybe it's not so scary and maybe it's worth a try. Maybe it's better than alcohol, which by the way it is. In all of the studies, it's much better than alcohol, cocaine, amphetamines, you know, the list goes on. You're not gonna get the same side effects or outcomes from magic mushrooms that you would from all these other things, even the prescribed things. And magic mushrooms can help with a lot of the things that some of the prescribed things can't, just so you know. But do some of the research, like that's what I keep trying to push. Do your research, do some reading on these things and come to your own understanding of it. You know, Come to terms with what you think is okay. And then maybe do a comparison with alcohol. Because I know in my head, I was like, uh, you know, maybe I don't need to drink anymore. Like, it's not worth it. It's not worth the calories. It's not worth the headache if I'm dehydrated. You know, so altogether, it's it's just not worth it. It just saddens me a little bit that alcohol is legal. So, you know, I can meet up with a friend at a bar. Not currently, obviously. But back when, you know, the world was open, you can meet a friend at a bar for a drink but you can't meet a friend for a trip, which I think would be a way more rewarding experience personally. So I also know one of your next questions, like, well, if I do decide to try out magic mushrooms, is it gonna show up in a drug test? And I've done that research for you because you know maybe you don't wanna have that on your browser. And again, my browser is all kinds of crazy, but to answer your question, no. Um, unless they are doing a hair sample, depending on your job. I don't really know what kind of work you do. Uh, but no, the other drug tests just test for, you know, the basics, THC, cocaine, PCP, opioids, but um, not psilocybin. So you're good there. Also, you know, it's, it's an herb or a fungus, however you want to phrase it. But yeah, it's an herb. You're going to ingest it. It's going to take anywhere from like seven to 12 hours in your body and yeah then you'll 
get rid of it the way you get rid of other things in your stomach. Now, from my experience, I had my mushrooms in chocolate, like dark chocolate. But reading up on it, there's other ways you can have it. Some people put it in their tea. Some people have it in lemon juice. Um, you know, again, it's you can like do so many things with it, depending on your experience. Or you could go all in and eat the whole thing. I'm not going to do that. They smell disgusting. So if you're going to do whatever with them, don't sniff them. Just, just take care of them and pretend that you, you can't smell for the moment. Now, when I did them, I personally did three and a half grams. But apparently there's something out there called a heroic dose, which again, know your limits. I know my limits and I don't think I'm gonna sign up for a heroic dose. A heroic dose is anything over five grams and I'm not built for that. And apparently a heroic dose also includes sensory deprivation. So <laughs> people are doing heroic doses with like headphones, maybe their eyes covered. I'm good on that. You know, like I can fill my mind up with whatever thoughts without the assistance of psychedelics. And I don't think that I want that experience anytime soon. If that changes, for sure, I will let you know. But if, the, if there's anybody out there that has had a heroic dose and wants to share that experience, I will for sure be all ears. <laughs> I'm not going to do that anytime soon. I do think that the mental space that you're in at the time that you do these does contribute to the experience that you're going to have. So probably, probably don't have them after like, you know, a terrible breakup or some sort of grief that just happened or do, you know, I don't know what kind of demons you're facing, but I don't know that I want to face those demons with the assistance of magic mushrooms. It might, I don't know. It could, it could go either way. It could help you face them differently. I don't, I don't want to sign up for that. Again, I know my limits. I don't know your limits. So maybe that's what you're into. The danger, you know, I'm not. I also know that something in lemon juice adds to the power in shrooms. So if you do have water that you're drinking nearby, probably don't make it lemon water. Just a heads up. Learn that one. But just so you know, something with chemistry and science and lemons with magic mushrooms. Look into it. You probably just want to have plain water nearby. Just take my advice on that one. There is a really good show that I checked out on Netflix called Have a Good Trip um, that did open my eyes to a lot of the mushroom things. And then whenever I saw that Deepak Chopra was on there, I was like, oh, if Deepak has had this experience, then like, I think it's safe to say like a lot of people can have this experience because I feel like if anybody has the answers, it's Deepak Chopra. And if he is on a Netflix show endorsing magic mushrooms, I think, you know, I think we're okay. Trying them out. I will point out that I have that medical disclaimer at the beginning of this for a reason. So don't come back to me saying that you tried out magic mushrooms and had a terrible experience or your doctor didn't. No, I have that disclaimer there for a reason. I don't think physicians are allowed to recommend trying out magic mushrooms. You know, I don't think that's on the to-do list for them. So 
I don't want to say enter at your own risk either. That just sounds scary. But, you know, have some sense. There you go. Have some sense if you're going to try it out. Be in a safe space. Be with some people that you trust. Have some snacks. And have a plan. Also, have some batteries, I guess. That's note to self. But have some batteries in case you're trying to ask Alexa for some help and she can't help you out. Have some extra batteries for that remote. Also, be smart. Don't drive anywhere. I feel like that goes without saying. Just be where you are and be there for that eight to 10 hours because again, just be comfortable where you are in that safe look. I don't even know why I need to say that, but don't try to drive. I don't think you can. Just commit to those eight or so hours (laughs) that you're gonna be in that space and just be present, you know? You don't have to rush to go anywhere. Like, I don't think you can really go anywhere right now anyway. So if any time's a good time to be going on a trippy trip, it's now. I will say that since doing shrooms, there's things that you notice that you didn't notice before, like certain people, certain celebrities even, or authors like Dr. Seuss, for example. And like, you know, certain things that you watched growing up that you're like, you know what? They were definitely on shrooms writing that. They were for sure on shrooms writing that. Like Dr. Seuss, all of his things look like mushroom things, all of them. And then when I think of some of the shows growing up, probably even reading Rainbow, mushroom things. A lot of those shows from the 80s had to be written on shrooms. And then I see people like Killer Mike endorsing them, Lil Duvall, and I'm like, "Mm, mm mm-hmm. They see things differently because they tried out shrooms, huh? That's gotta be it. I mean, I think they already saw things differently, but if they weren't seeing things differently, they did after Magic Mushrooms. Here we go again. That sounds like some shit Shiana says. When did we stop believing in the magic of Christmas? Like, when did we stop believing in Christmas, period? I mean, there's still, you know, there's, there's still the whole, like, write out your Christmas list sort of, you know, maybe I'll get you something on there. There's still, for those who have children, you have them write out Christmas lists for the most part. I don't know that everybody's having them write them out to Santa, but you know, you do have your kids write out requests for Christmas. But when, as adults, did we stop writing things down that we wanted to magically have appear in our lives? You know what I mean? Because even as an adult now, I was thinking, and this is before my mushroom experience for the record, but I was thinking that there's just, you know, the energy around Christmas is, it's almost like, it's a thing. Like, you know that around Christmas time, there's just a different energy. There's a lot of magic in the air. You know, people make these outrageous requests for ponies and, you know, ridiculously expensive bikes and stuff. And some people get these requests and I don't think that Christmas should just be at Christmas. You know, I feel like we should be able to write out requests year round and expect them, you know, like that's the magic in manifesting. And I think that if we only apply it to Christmas, you know, we're missing out on a lot of other gifts that we could be getting. So that's basically my advice today. Don't just wait until Christmas time to write out what you want. Write it year round, write it all the time. 
believe in that shit and expect it. And then there's plenty of people out there that don't even celebrate Christmas. So my rant just now, you can't even relate to, which is fair. But the whole point of the story is don't just wait until the end of the year when you think that there's only the magic in the air at that time. When you can have magic year round, you just got to write it down. If you have a mushroom story, magic mushroom story, I don't care about the other ones, that you would like to share, please email me at holistic at gmail.com. Um, maybe you have a story about your magic mushroom experience and how it changed your life for better or worse. I'm open to hearing all of them. And um, I just think the more stories that we get shared about these, you know, unknowns out there, the better. Because I think that that helps, you know, take away that whole stigma surrounding a lot of it and the fear surrounding it. So the more stories, the better. Who you call in holistic at gmail.com. Thank you. Next up on the show, I will be interviewing somebody who refers to herself as a cannabis entrepreneur, and she's also dibble dabbled in psychedelics. I really do have some incredible guests lined up for this show, and I can't begin to tell you like how excited I am for you guys to hear them. And I will admit, I was struggling a little bit with imposter syndrome. You know, I don't ever want to come across as somebody who knows everything because I know that I don't know everything, but I am resourceful. So I know a lot of people who know a lot of things and I just feel like collectively, you know, that, that puts me ahead of the game in a lot of ways. So keep listening, be sure to like, and subscribe and I'll catch you next time. Take care.